Thanks for tuning in. This is Father Derek Tommy. Uh, this is a little bit atypical uh, because I was unable to preach uh, in front of a congregation this Sunday due to being exposed to someone who tested positive for COVID. But there's so much richness in the readings that I wanted to just kind of share a little bit of the fruit uh, of what had come to me in prayer and in study. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five. Likewise the one who received two made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you are faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you are faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is, back. His master said to him in reply, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter? Should you not then have put my money in the bank so that I could have got it back with interest on my return? Now then, take the talent from him and give it to the one with ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The old adage kind of goes, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I think when we look out into the landscape today, we see a lot of brokenness. And our tendency is to dive in, to try to, to correct things, to fix things. Unfortunately, I think with the modern day tendencies we can think that human nature can be fixed. Man can go down different trails trying to fix man. But what we forget oftentimes with our pursuit of science is that God is the one who has already fixed man. God is the one through his redemptive work by sending his own son to become like us in all things but sin has actually done what needs to be done to fix us. We simply have to receive that. And so when we dive into these readings this weekend, we see that the Lord is simply asking us to be faithful to the mission of his son. And the story is parable of, that Jesus tells to his disciples of the people who received the different talents. We can understand some really important points about our life as Catholic Christians. First and foremost, the spirit of comparison. You know, sometimes we can think, well, that one was given five and, and that one was given two and, and maybe I'm only given one. 
we can find a, a spirit of disparity, searching for equality, something that is so prominent in our culture today, we can kind of fail to see the value within each of these gifts. And the reason I say that it's important for us to not compare is because if we look at Jesus or the master's response to the ones who invested the five and made five more, the one who invested two and made two more, they receive the same reward, right? Jesus says, or the master says to both of them, since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come share your master's joy. Recently, I was listening to a podcast talking about kind of the problem of people who think man can solve man's problem, that this pursuit of science um, seeks to take certain things away from our human experience. We can count so many different things that we wish could change. Suffering, sacrifice, ailments amidst this virus, and that science is a healthy pursuit. But certain philosophies have kind of entered into the landscape of our modern day. And those philosophies can kind of change the way we view the human situation. Transhumanism is something that has been put forth. Um, Nick Bostrom and David Pierce, um, who are at the Future of Humanities Institute in Oxford, um, talk about this transhumanism where it's, it's an ideology that we will enhance humanity by applying technological devices. Um, they even seek to enhance moral capacities um, in the use of artificial intelligence. Really, um, if you look at it, we want people to be better than well. It's difficult for us because we want these things to change. We want our life to be different. But this works off the notion that man is in charge. If we go back to the parable, the one who went off and dug the hole and buried the master's money, notice what he says when the master comes back. I knew you were a demanding person. I think he works off this preconceived notion of who the master is. He doesn't understand that the master simply wants to invite people into his joy. Jesus says in scriptures that he wants us to be joyful and he wants our joy to be complete. Sometimes I think we can work off of this notion of who God is and we can kind of keep him compartmentalized. We then just kind of seek to live that daily experience absent of who God actually is, how God has actually revealed himself to be. And this is prominent not only in this transhumanism, but in other ideologies as put forth one by the World Economic Forum, which looks to combine um, these different sciences, a, a fusion of, of biological, of, of scientific, of psychological things, right? It's, it's tending to try to change man into someone he's not. God wants us to receive our, the fullness of our humanity which comes only through him. One of my favorite quotes that I, I go to oftentimes is John Paul II, at, that God fully reveals man to himself. See, Jesus Christ came to earth. He suffered all these things. And he, he did all of this so that we could share in his joy and that our, our joy could be complete. What does all this have to mean for us?
I think we need to stay sober and alert, as Paul says to the Thessalonians in our second reading today. He wants them to stay alert because the real peace and security doesn't come from man's pursuit of science or man's pursuit of his own endeavors. Rather, it comes from being a child of God, from fully entrusting our life to God. We are what this means to be children of the light. It's to be people who, who have a proper fear of the Lord. For as it is in our psalm today, in our first reading, this fear of the Lord comes not of being scared of God, as a man was in our gospel, but a proper sense of wonder and awe. To see ourselves, to see all of creation as God made it. And that's the beauty of our first reading today, the woman from the book of Proverbs. Because this wisdom literature is, is really the skill to be able to see as God sees. And if we pay attention to the way it's written, she obtains wool and flax and works with loving hands. She puts her hands to the distaff. Her fingers ply the splendle. Why is this important? Why does the author note these things? Because this woman understands creation, how to make use of it, and how to make it a gift for others. My brothers and sisters, this is what it means to truly fear the Lord. This is what it means to fully receive the gifts of God, to invest them for the sake of eternity, not for the sake of our own gain, not to bury them in the world as this first person did when he dug it into the ground. St. Gregory the Great mentions that he invests all of his talent in earthly things. Let us not give in to this, but let us rather find our security in who God truly is. For God gives us according to our ability, according to our capacity, according to our power. And God wants us to not live from insecurities and fear, but rather a life of love, a life that is directed wholly and entirely to the joy of the master. This is where we will find our joy, is to be good stewards of the gifts that God has given to us. And for to everyone who has, for everyone who has received from God, more will be given and he will grow rich, rich in the joy which we will experience in eternity. But God gives us now through a life of grace to experience his joy even amidst the darkness of our world. Let us stay sober and alert. Let us remain hopeful and let us fully invest ourselves in the proper fear of wonder and awe and the joy of the Lord.